You're listening to The Currency Welcome. I am your host, Mike Gaston, and this is the final episode for 2019. Now, if you've noticed, if you've looked, the timestamp, this is a short episode. There's no interview today. I haven't traveled anywhere. I'm not sitting with any amazing entrepreneur. I am sitting in my home studio, my home office on Gaston Manor. And I thought I would knock an episode out real quick. It is New Year's Eve. I meant to actually get this out over the weekend. And yet, you know, one of the things about Gaston Manor, I live in an early 1800s house on about a five acre property. And this house is a project and I am not the most handy fella in the world. So I had a sink that needed replacing in one of our bathrooms. It was, the sink was from the 1960s and I thought this faucet's leaking. And so I thought I'd replace it. Well, I got underneath it and what I thought would be an hour or two project turned into a whole weekend. And I am sitting here now bruised and sore but victorious (laughs) and behind on schedule. So what I want to do today is just take a few minutes and not reflect on the year, not reflect on the future, not strategize and forecast. I want to share one thing that I feel has really been driven home for me. It's something I've learned now. It's something I've known. It's not like a new concept, but the power of it has been driven home this year and specifically through this podcast and maybe through a couple other things that I've been working on. I want to share it with you because I think it'll be useful. I think this is something that would apply to anybody, whatever you're doing in life, whether you're just raising a family, and I say just like that's a small thing, but whether you're raising a family, whether you're trying to drive your career, whether you want to create something, maybe you're an artist or a content person, you want to create videos, you want to write articles, maybe you want to start your own business, or maybe you're kind of nibbling around the edges, but you're afraid to make the leap. I want to share this one thing that I've learned this year that I feel has been driven home to such a point that it will never be forgotten. I'll always employ this uh, when faced with the appropriate kinds of challenges. You know, we started this podcast back in April of 2019. April this year, it's been a handful of months, just shy of a year. This is episode number 38. We put out a total of 39 episodes uh, because if you include the intro episode, which did not have a number, it was a zero, zero. 39 episodes, one a week since uh, the beginning of April. That's really impressive. At least for me, it is. If anybody follows my career, I get really excited about concepts. I love launching and I love developing and launching projects, actually. And then once they get going, I kind of lose interest because now it's like work. The exciting part's over and uh, development's over. Launching is over. Now it's the one foot in front of the other uh, task of daily work. And that's not as exciting to me. So to have been able to put out one episode a week consistently without fail really an accomplishment. But here's the lesson that I've learned. It's not about consistency. It's not about any of that. It is specifically that if you have something you want to do, you're going to be faced with all kinds of obstacles. You're going to be faced with technical challenges and timing issues and resource problems like money and skill sets. You're going to have all these things standing in front of you. But the biggest thing that's going to stand in front of you if you have a vision to do something is going to be fear. Now, whether you admit it to yourself or not, whether you recognize it or not, we all carry an element of fear. We don't want to fail, especially at things that we don't really know how to do, new things, things that stretch us. Now, I've done a number of podcasts before, but this one was different because I started it as an interview podcast. Now, I tried one before and I used some technology. I was really unhappy with the audio quality. And so I kind of was intimidated and I thought, I really want to do interviews. I want to get people on this show to share ideas, share their story. 
But I was just intimidated by the technology, and I was intimidated by reaching out to people. I was intimidated by getting guests queued up. I was intimidated by the fact, can I sustain this thing knowing that I'm a great starter, but not a, not a really good long-term hanger in there, if that is a phrase. And the lesson that I've learned this year is that there is power in just starting, just getting started, not having everything figured out, not understanding even the final destination yet, maybe having a general idea. When I launched the currency, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with it. I just knew that I wanted to get interesting ideas out there. I wanted to get with guests and have them tell their story. And I started out with some friends. I invited a guy named Sean Pritzkow. You may remember that he's, he's a guy I've known for many years, marketing guy, great person, very talented and generous. And I thought, you know what? Sean's low risk. He's going to understand. He's not going to judge me. I'm not going to feel like a dope reaching out to him. He's a good man. And so I invited Sean on the show. And next I had Vince DiGiorgio, a great friend of mine on the show who's a custom tailor, makes beautiful custom clothing. I got him to tell his story. Then I screwed up a little bit more courage and reached out to a client of mine that's become a good friend, Greg Shambry, and he got on and told his story. And I just was able to build and build upon this. But the key here isn't that I had a specific plan that I was trying to get to a specific place. The key is that I started. Now, I want to share with you what happened because of starting. Because I was able to push myself to do this without a, a real concrete plan, without a, a perfect kind of approach, without a perfect you know, um, marketing value proposition for the show, and without a perfect target market figured out, you know, without everything laid out before me in perfection, ready for me just to flip the switch. And without me being really good at this, I, I was just able to start and put myself out there. And by doing that, I was able to see some amazing things happen. I've met some of the most interesting people through this podcast, you go through this library of interviews that I've done over the last handful of months, and it's phenomenal. I screwed up the courage to kind of find people on LinkedIn and connect with them and invite them to be on the show, people that I'd never heard of before. I didn't know about their companies. I didn't know about their story. But I knew that there was something there. I knew that everyone has a story, and I thought there's something interesting about this gentleman's business, this woman's consulting practice. And so I reached out to them. And I was able not only to have uh, these kind of remote discussions where, you know, they dial in and, and I record the phone conversation, but I've been over the last couple of months traveling out to people, sitting face to face, setting up mics. Do you know how stressful that was initially for me to do? I mean, I really was putting myself out there. I was breaking such a sweat to show up in someone's conference room, meet a business owner of a 50 or $100 million company uh, for the very first time set up a couple microphones, make sure all the audio levels are right, make sure all my questions were ready in my mind, and just launch into this thing. I mean, it was intimidating. But I have to tell you, there has been nothing but upside. Yeah, I've stumbled here and there. Yeah, sometimes I listen to my interviews and think, oh, I sound terrible. I'm asking stupid questions. Sometimes I remind myself of that character on Saturday Night Live that Chris Farley used to do. He was like this really nerdy, sweaty fanboy. And he would have famous people on, like, say, Paul McCartney. And he'd, and he'd get just kind of, I don't know if you guys remember this, but he'd sit there and go, remember that one time? You know, he's just looking at the person, like, adoringly, like a puppy dog. Like, remember when the, that one time when you were in the band called The Beatles? That was so cool. And that was his question. That was his interview. <laughs> and, of course, the guests sat there a little awkward, like, I'm not sure what to do with this guy. So 
There are times when I listen to my interview questions and think, you sound like Chris Farley, just a fanboy. Uh, you know, you're, you're over eager. Maybe I talk over the top of my guests. They're trying to answer something and I'm trying to interject a little bit and it's awkward. I'm stepping on them. There was so much that I had to learn so much that I had to get better at. And I still do. I mean, I still listen to my episodes and uh, as I'm doing the editing on them and I cringe because we're always the worst critic of ourselves. We're always the most harsh critic of ourselves. And that's the thing about getting started you're going to criticize yourself. I can't do this. I'm going to fail. I'm going to look stupid. People are going to think poorly of me, etc. Fill in all the blanks. But the thing is, you don't need a plan. You don't have to have perfection. You don't even have to be great at your, at your art, at your thing that you're trying to do. You just have to be willing to jump in the water. You just have to be willing to start. And when you start, something magical happens. There's a, there's a energy and a momentum that starts to play in your favor. You start to get momentum. You you do one episode and you realize like, I didn't do as good as I wanted to, but you're very clear on what you didn't do well. And then so the next time you do a little better and the next time you do a little better, you can keep improving. And success breeds success. You know, if I did episode number one and, and I just reached out to someone that I had no idea, hey, I want to launch this podcast, would you, would you be my first guest? The odds are this person will say, look, thanks for getting in touch, if they even respond, but I'm going to have to say no. But you know, you get five, 10 in the bag. It's a lot easier to reach out to people that are on the periphery of your network. Hey, would you take part? Would love to. You know, once you get 10, 20, then to reach out to people that don't even know you and they're like, yeah, I would love to do this with you. And immediately you have relationships that you didn't enjoy before. You have connections, you've heard stories, you've learned from other people's experiences that you could have never had access to without starting. And so I don't know what project maybe you want to do that you haven't, but I think everyone, unless they're really unique, I think there are people out there that don't have fear. I think there are people out there that just believe in themselves to such a degree that they have no problem just jumping off any cliff, anytime, anywhere, if the fancy strikes them. But the rest of us, the the, the 99% of society, I think we struggle. There's something that you want to do. There's a dream that you have. There's something that you want to accomplish, whether it's a career change, whether it's pursuing someone that that, uh, you've yet to let them know that you're fond of them, whether it's jumping in the deep end and having children. I know couples that have been married for many years saying like, we really want to have kids, but we're scared how it'll change your life. Yeah, it's scary and it'll change your life. But dude, jump in that pool. It is the best thing you could ever do if that's what's in your heart. There are so many things out there that people want to do. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe, maybe you want to start your own business. You want to have your own entrepreneurial journey. I'm telling you, there is no better time like the present to start. It's all about starting. I think anything in life that's worth anything is all about starting. And the cool thing is, you know, I brought up the sync project that I did. The cool thing about these projects, whether it's a podcast, an entrepreneurial journey, uh, having children, a career change. It's like that sink. The reason, you know, that I struggle with these projects, I'm not that handy. I don't do it very often. But what I do like about them is that it's all about problem solving. And so for me, because I don't work on houses, even though I live in this old house and I should be working on it, is I don't know all the tips. I haven't seen all the problems before. I don't know all the tricks. I don't know all the techniques, the process, the tools. So I've got to learn as I go. 
But at each step, you encounter a problem. So for me, it was like this sink, this faucet was installed in 1968, literally. So even the way that they did sinks back then, the way the fittings and everything worked, was it was just different. So I'm trying to decipher this thing. You figure, oh, okay, this coupling has to come out here. Then you unscrew that. It's just a different way of manufacturing than they do now. And then you go to a point, you're like, okay, but now the main stem is, it's it's so corroded that I can't unscrew this thing without ripping the pipe to shreds. And I can't do that or else I'll have a bigger problem. How am I going to do? Oh, I could get a hacksaw. Like you, you start to see these ways through that, that aren't apparent at first. You hit a roadblock, you got to think a little bit, maybe do a little bit of YouTube research, see what other people did. And next thing you know, you're back on your way until you hit the next roadblock. I think life is like that, but like you, you can't have a brand new shiny faucet and sink set up in your beautiful old home if you don't start. You can ignore it. You could just say, well, we shut the water off to that tap. Let's not use that bathroom anymore. And that works, I guess, but you're living a reduced life, a reduced experience. You're living in a kind of world of need and lack when you could be living in a world of abundance. Now, I'm not into this whole, you know, speak out to the universe and the universe will hear you. You know, I know people get into that, whatever. But I do understand that the universe, the world is designed to respect action. I believe God designed the universe to be acted upon. I'm not saying conquered and colonized. This isn't some type of manifest destiny thing. I'm just saying when we act in a small way, in a large way, whenever we take action, a series of events unfold before us that wouldn't have unfolded if we did nothing. And so my lesson this year is the power of starting to overcome fear by doing. The doing doesn't have to be big. It can just be a step. But that one step opens up three new steps. And those three new steps open up five more steps. And the next thing you know, you are in a place of wealth, a place of value. The guests I had on this year were phenomenal. And the relationships that I was able to start have been phenomenal. The people are phenomenal. There's just no downside. I haven't had one guest on the show where I'm like, oof, you know, I, I, I really did not like meeting that person. Each guest was just really cool in their own unique way. And hearing their story was amazing. And the generosity and the friendship. And some of those guests have become friends on a certain level. We're staying in touch. We're communicating a little bit. Other of those guests, we had a great time together and that was it. And that's okay. But the experience this year of doing the podcast was just amazing. And so again, I know I'm getting a little repetitive, but I want to encourage you, uh, take note from my experience this year. If there's something that you want to do, but fear has been standing in the way, you've been making excuses for yourself. You want it to be perfect. You're overwhelmed etc, etc. My advice to you is to get started and get started can look like a lot of things. It might be reaching out to a mentor to say, can I sit down and pick your brain? It can be buying a domain name and starting to work on a website. It can be writing that first article. The only thing that I would kind of encourage you to do around all this getting started is to put yourself out there publicly. That's one element of this podcast that's unique. I could have been doing lots of practice runs. I could be playing with my recording equipment and and recording like episodes like this where it's just me and then editing them and listening to them and asking my wife to listen, but never publishing, never putting it out for the world to see. And I think one of the things that you got to do, if you're going to start, you got to put yourself out there somehow. 
You got to put yourself out there. If you want to create something, if you want to accomplish something, if you want to transform your circumstance and, and change over a period of time to transform the, your network of, of connections and friends, to, to grow your business, to become better skilled at communicating or building or engineering or designing, whatever the thing is that you want to tackle, part of that uh, process has to include putting your work out there, even as imperfect as it is. You know, I'll, I'll give you another example. My YouTube channel, I started in 2018, and I hit it pretty hard. I, I put about 40 or 50, I think maybe 50 some odd videos out in 2018, a big effort. And then in 2019, I had to dial back. I just had a lot going on, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to keep kind of doing the YouTube channel, but I, I got to dial back a little bit. And then I got re-inspired. It's like, I really like to put more video content out. Did a little bit of research and saw that there was a certain type of video of mine that seemed to do better than others, and that was commentary, finding a current event that's related to branding and marketing, business, and, and doing a bit of a commentary video on it, giving it my unique spin, my insight, and publishing it. Those seem to do better. And when I discovered that, I, I noticed that just recently Elon Musk had, had come out with this Cybertruck. This happened back in... Uh, late October, early November, I'd have to look at my notes. And uh, I think it was early November. So I that weekend did a video on the Cybertruck and I edited the heck out of it. I did the best I could and put it out there. And there's a lot about that video that is not good. The audio, my, you know, my office has got terrible sound. I've got some sound issues, bad echo, bad frequencies bouncing around in here. You could probably hear it now even. So I've got some sound work to do on this uh, studio space. But the sound wasn't very good. The edit wasn't tight. It was a little rambly, a little bit long. But in the end, I put this thing out. I stayed up till one in the morning, published it. And in a few days, it blew up. I had probably 630 some odd subscribers to my YouTube channel. Yeah, the average video might get 40, 50 views, maybe 20, depending on you know how interesting or not it is. I mean, I was not doing that great with the channel. I put that thing out there. It's got over 800 thousand views. I've got just shy of 11,000 subscribers uh, having put that video out there. I would have never had that experience if I hadn't started somewhere. And if you look at my first videos, and please do not because they're just so embarrassing, but I'm in front of the camera. I'm stiff. I'm canned. It's forced. It's like, you know, really awkward. And I look at myself now and I'm like, okay, I'm better. I don't love how I am in front of the camera, but it's better. I'm getting better in front of the camera. I'm getting better behind the mic. I'm getting better interviewing people. It is a process of getting better. But along the way, you see growth. I put myself out there. I felt stupid. And quite frankly, people were encouraging. It's rare for people to say, you're an idiot. You put your first things out there. And yeah, you know they're terrible. But your friends, your family, and just other people are like, hey, good for you. You put yourself out there. People respect that. I think they're more impressed that you're willing to put yourself out there than the fact that you look like a knucklehead. And, you know, let's face it. I'm not going to tell you you're going to be great. You might look like a knucklehead, but that's okay. The more you're willing to put yourself out there, the more you're willing to commit to doing great work, the more you're willing to, to start and to push and to ship, the more you will realize your dreams and vision. Guys, I've been very grateful for your listenership through the year. I'm excited about 2020. My desire for the podcast is to expand it a little bit. You know, we've been focused on, on entrepreneurs and business people telling their story, and we're going to continue with that because I think the story of private business is powerful. But I want to start adding in some other elements to the show. 
I want to have maybe some authors on, content experts on. I want to be able to tell other stories and share other kinds of ideas or maybe take a different take a different approach to the entrepreneurial journey. Not just so much tell me how you got started, you know, and what are you most proud of? What's the most difficult and and, um, and what was most surprising? Those are fantastic questions and I often get great, great answers from them, but maybe dig into different aspects. So I'm looking to grow as a content creator. I'm looking to grow as as an interviewer and I'm looking to provide you more value and, and better content, not just getting better at my craft, but introducing new elements to this podcast so that we mix it up a little bit. And one episode might be uh, a well-known business author that's put out a really challenging book, or maybe it's somebody in a different field that there's a crossover. Maybe it's more economics, maybe it's more sociology or or you know pop culture. Who knows? I want to bring in people with different perspectives to speak into our world. I want to continue to meet these amazing business owners and hear their stories. And I want to add a little bit of uh, sometimes my perspective as well. But all in all, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being with me along this journey. I'm really excited about how far we've come. I'm grateful for all the folks that have committed their time to listen. And I hope that you're getting value. I hope you're getting some entertainment, some inspiration, and even some insights out of this podcast. Guys, I I mean it when I say this. I love you all. And I wish you uh, a very good, prosperous, and and fulfilling 2020. And I look forward to seeing you on the other side.